War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Age of Conan. an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Greetings, Earthlings. You are about to hear episode 68 of Channel Massive. Recording on November 20th, 1969. No, it's not. We've gone back in the past to 1969. (laughs) No, it's not. It's like 87. Dude, that that would be hard because I I don't exist in 69. Oh, no. We seem to have... Yeah, I, I just blipped out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. 1987, where so were you, Jason? Noah, Noah blipped out of existence, too. So it's mm. just Mark. Uh, well, so much for the retrospective. <laughs> so it's 2008? Yeah. And we, we as a nation prepare once again to bravely go conquer space and land on the moon. <laughs> I'm so proud of us. No, yes. no, you mean you We've mean yeah. Quote unquote, land on the moon again for the again. first time, or for the uh, for the yeah. Because <laughs> we all know that the moon landing was fake the first time around. They did it in some. They just filmed it in some secret hangar in New Mexico. You know. I think it's funny that the space program's thing right now is like we're gonna go to the moon, and maybe Mars. Like as it's the afterthought that PVP is in MMOs, yeah. and maybe even Mars. Like that's a whole. How exciting is that? Much, I seem to remember Debbie was saying we'd go to Mars. Yeah, that was his and thing. The, and the new the new vehicle that they're proposing to do this in looks so yeah. I mean, so when I pulled innovative. out when I pulled out 1969, I was clearly reminded of the. It's just a bigger version of the rocket that did that. It's Such crap. a shame. I don't know. What are we going to be talking about this episode, Noah? NASA. Goddard Space Center. <laughs> the new Star Trek trailer. The new Star Trek trailer. <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't even really get me started. <laughs> we were really going to talk about MMOs. We'll go over what we've been playing this last week. We have MMO reports all around. Wait. The Wrath of the Lich King has come out, and Mark's going to have effusive praise to put upon it. Oh, while no. While Jason and I blankly stare off into space. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have Maybe. several entries in our mailbag. We have a massive mess of an opinion. A new edition with a new t-shirt giveaway tied into that. And... Uh, Die Hard, if you are listening, please uh, respond to our email that we sent you. Don't make me go find you in WoW. Yeah. Or, or, or else we're going to make Mark find you in WoW and kick your butt and make sure we get your info that way. He just One way or 70. another, we will get your information, mister. He dinged 70 <laughs> right when the expansion came out. It's like, he was probably like, yes, at last... Oh. Damn. <laughs> I'm at the top of the oh. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, because how long has it been since Burning Crusade? Two years? It's been a while. Yeah, you know, he had he had has a real life and 
responsible. Real life. Unlike some of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have that. I, I just put it all on hold, the desperate cries of my child. <laughs> the wife screaming well, for attention with her crazy acts of violence. and uh, Not sure know. why she's becoming so violent. I don't know. I couldn't possibly understand. Oh, well. We'll That's wrap up the show with Twig, and we have Blogosteria. It returns. Now in stereo Blog- and color. Blogosteria! It's in stereo, in color, and in smell-o-vision. Yes. So all it has to do next is actually grab you and shake you. And what about taste? Oh, yeah. Salty. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> the salty taste of Blogosteria. <laughs> full of MSG. <laughs> That's what makes bodies strong. I can't wait. So your hosts are Jason, Mark, and Noah. Yep. Ready to rock. About what we've been playing, man. All right, man. Let's talk about what we've been playing, dude. All right, man. Well, dude, after I smoked a couple bowls, man, I played some Warhammer with you guys on Monday, Monday night. That was pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. Where's the Doritos? Man, man, all the colors, <laughs> man. Dude, I thought I had. Didn't you like all the colors in Warhammer? Yeah, it was really colorful. Oh yeah, man. I like that warlock demon form. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> that's what we did. Well, I guess we could just start out with what we did on Monday night. Uh, we we all got together finally to do some Warhammer. No, we did. Yeah, we played naked the entire time. No, but the, but the cool thing about that was we got a lot of inch- achievement unlocks for it. We, we got did. a bunch of the tome did unlocks. You guys find your chair kind of sticky though, or not sticky but annoying. When you- <laughs> um, Mark, you weren't really what? supposed oh! to be playing naked in real life <laughs> we at the same time. Naked? No, <laughs> just the character. Sorry, didn't Mark. Say that. No, we didn't. I guess I wasn't. It's a personal achievement for you. <laughs> yeah, when I got that ice cream sandwich. Yeah, it was over funny myself, though. I think the, <laughs> I the first thing it. I told all the both of you guys, I said, "All right, get naked." So we all got naked and we started working our way through some some PVE first, and <laughs> and but it was cool though because yeah, that was like that was really a cool way to get those those tome unlocks like yeah. really quick. Yeah, yeah. We we had a plan. We did like all the just generic, you know quest you could singly do right pve then we did the public quest to kind of get a little warm yeah up. well we tried to do it horribly quest, on stage for three the with the dragon stage thing. three mm-hmm. hopefully um, that'll start picking up again in those starter areas once the once those new classes are yeah. unleashed upon the upon the land and then our first pvp scenario was oh, the, which was very successful the closest tightest one i've ever been in i have to say I was yeah sure but i think it's amazing <laughs> i think that was uh a good thing though, because I ended up getting three ranks out of that. Yeah, yeah three we, renowned ranks out of just just that one scenario. I did which too. sometimes you may only get one, or maybe like none at all. Yeah, just depending on how many kills you get, or how how good your faction does, or if you win or lose. But man, that one was so close. Yeah, and it was carnage. There was a lot of I think Jason and I were both over twenty on our kills, and 
knowing you're like at 18 or something like that. Yeah, yeah it kills more than I expected. I don't know about killing blows. I don't know how many of yeah, those that I had. I, I don't think I had many because we were, of course, only level four or five. And we yeah. Been in. But we were yeah. contributing. We were, yeah, we, were, we were doing pretty good. Yes. I actually... I kind of like the... I, I was playing a sorcerer. We all decided to roll Dark Elves, so I played a sorcerer, and I was just firing away from afar, trying to stay out of the action as much as I could, and hoping that some some big black orc would come save me in case somebody got too close <laughs> to me. <laughs> it never happened. And, uh, but yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I, thought, I, I had a good time that night just playing around with that. I played a little more Warhammer after that with my black orc. Uh, got into some open realm versus realm with him. Oh, that's fun. Had a good time with that. And I craft, for some reason, I decided to pick up no. cultivation and, and the apothecary flowers. skills. And I, and I, all the, I had, I had so many seeds and fungi stashed in my bank. I sat there literally for like a whole hour, maybe an hour and a half, and I planted and harvested and created potions. And that's all I did for a good hour. Just to see just to see what it was like. I have to say crafting sucks. I don't care what MMO you're playing, crafting just sucks balls. I thought you liked it in EverQuest too. Well, yeah. because it's more it's more interactive in like an arcade game. In EverQuest. They they kinda yeah, do kinda something in in Warhammer where you kinda have to be actively at your keyboard <laughs> while you're uh. while you're while you're doing stuff. But it, it's not that. It's pretty boring and pretty time consuming as well. So I I don't know. I if if you're one of those guys who just thinks that crafting is something for somebody else to do, I recommend you just leave crafting alone, especially in Warhammer because it's you don't need the money. No, as I can tell. Yeah, you really the the money side of things and that you know as far as that goes isn't that important. I would just sell your reagents to some poor sap, or just delete them. For all I care, I don't care what you do with those <laughs> <laughs> those resources because they're pretty. It's it's pretty boring. I mean, yeah, I, yeah I've I made a lot of cool potions out of it, but I don't know. I, I don't know that the potions even really help all that much as far as Warhammer goes. I, I haven't experienced a point yet where a potion has made the difference for me yeah, and was, whether it made or, br- or, or broke a particular encounter or not. Yeah, usually you're kind of screwed anyway. Yeah. So I had that Warhammer experience with you guys. I I finally I bought I, I went out and bought a new copy of Rock Band 2 and downloaded some more content. So was it I, I the second time around. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I I'm just I'm glad to have my disc back, you know, again. It's nice to know that I can play it again. I, I did play quite a bit on Xbox Live, which was pretty fun. The new Xbox experience seems to be working out pretty well so far. It just it seems a little faster. Even Xbox Live seems a little faster getting connected with other hmm. other players playing that. So anyway, that, that's kind of what I did. I've not yet experienced this Xbox Live experience, but my <laughs> my Wii started flashing the other night, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. And it and I was like, yeah, it'll do that. In the room it's in, it it lights up the pretty much the whole bottom part it of does, the house. It does, man. And I'm like, that what light, is, that blue light is like really bright, isn't before. it? What did I do? Oh, I had a message, so I logged yeah. in and got my Wii update, very small update, and 
Well, what else did you play, Mark? Oh, I played um, this game called Warhammer as well with you guys. Uh, played my Bright Wizard a little bit more. Not much. Because I also got Wrath of the Lich King. Oh, here we go, Noah. And I've been playing that pretty much nonstop. So I got, <laughs> I made a Death cool Knight right off the bat. has begun. <laughs> I made a Death Knight, did all the... Got all the way through the whole Death Knight experience. You and you and the fifty billion other yeah, Death Knights out there. Yeah, but they it so you don't feel like you're one of a gazillion. It has an. Epic you're just one of a couple of thousand. You mean? Yeah, it has an epic battle at the end, which I won't spoil for once. But one thing that was funny about the epic battle was that's when all the closet comedians came out, and so and it was this long drawn out uh, diatribe going on between the Lich King and a certain other person whose name I'll leave out. And uh, it's just, they're going back and forth, and everybody's like, everybody starts to become the color commentator, and give these, like, funny blow-by-blow descriptions of what's happening, and then, oh, no, he didn't! And everybody's like, oh, no, he's dissing our, our master, the Lich King, and so actually the in-game chat was pretty hilarious for that. I took some screenshots for some of the, the better moments, but I just don't feel like I should blow it for anyone <laughs> Yeah, who's like just about to finish uh, in that. the event that I decide to return to the to to the world of Azeroth. Yeah, I don't want you to miss out on it. Um, Not bloody likely. <laughs> but as you might imagine, I guess this isn't a big spoiler. You don't, in the end, get to be a third faction, which is the Scourge, right? Right. And so that was the big thing that one of the big things that happened was we suddenly we were out of the Lich King service as Death Knights, and all of us to a man were like. We wanted to work for the Death Knight. We liked Arthas. We want to go back to the Lich King. Why are we out here in this cold and lonely world without our master? <laughs> <laughs> so we were all like whining and complaining. People were crying. It was pretty- <laughs> send us back. Send us back into the womb. We want to go back. How funny. Yeah, now we're free to do whatever we want and choose a side. And yeah, so that was that was pretty funny, but. But anyway, it's really well done. A lot of instancing, a lot of cool, you know, they've... What's up with that warlock demon form, though, Oh, that's man. the other that, thing that I did is lame. I, um, I, I started playing my warlock again, and I, they, they, one of the things they did with the 3.0 patch is they, or 3.0.2 patch, I guess, is they reset all the character classes and changed all the tree talent trees around, some more than others. And so for the warlock... There's this new thing at the end of demonology that's demon form, or, you know, you metamorphosize into demon form. Sounds great. The numbers for it look really cool. I mean, it looks really powerful. You get special abilities that you can only use in demon form that are much like Illidan had in uh, Warcraft 3, like the Immolation Aura, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, all all the stuff that he could do. The problem is you look like this giant stupid grape ape <laughs> and uh grape ape. there's just no way around it it's got to be like the worst artistic failure of blizzard to date i i can't think of any other it does i saw that screenshot that you I've... posted on the blog the other day and, and i i just sat there dumbfounded if you're a listener that... you know just be my you know you be a judge if you don't haven't already seen them in game or if you're not playing wow go to our go to our website i'm really having a hard time placing i mean i i I can't think. Uh, I mean, it looks. I don't want to say. 
God, I, I, I've seen this before somewhere else. It kind of reminds else. me of Soul Reaver, actually. Kind of. From Legacy of King. Kind of. You're, you're right the there, but... really bad but in there's something feet. else. There, I just... I can't quite place it. You know, it'll probably come to me, you know, while I'm, I don't know, washing dishes or something like that. I'll, I'll be like, oh, yes! I swear to God, that's exactly what it means. It's and, like, mostly it's just this horrible color gradient thing it they really did does. to it the looks extremities. Horrible. It's like... It's just... Just looks stupid. It really does. Yeah, I just, I don't know what to say. That, that was an epic art fail on Blizzard's part. And yeah. it only stands out all the more just because normally they have really good yeah. art design. It's like there's this dumb. It really is. It's like totally thing. out of place. This big purple dumb demon thing in the middle of this really well lit, like all the lighting's awesome, ambient lighting, the detail they've cranked up the engine quite a bit with the new release, and everything's good. But that just is stupid. But anyway. I've been playing that quite a bit with my my uh, warlocks. I'm I'm only up to 71, but again, I've been screwing around with my death knight and stuff and going to kind of let him um rest and get some rested XP and revisit him in a while. I think I've decided you get done with the death knight quest and you end up at a roughly level 58. Uh-huh. I think I'm just going to go straight to Outland instead of trying to level up anything else out in the old world. Because, well, there won't be anybody there. Well, there's strategy guides <laughs> that say, oh, it's a great chance to go and get, you know, these quests here, and you really want to hit Outland at level 60, but unless they tweak the Death Knights, they're so overpowered right now, mm-hmm. you you can take on, like, level 63 to 64 stuff and do pretty well. And if they're uh-huh. even close to you, you just decimate everything in sight. So, and it doesn't seem to matter what spec. The only way you could suck is if you didn't spec anything, just left all <laughs> you your just points. Kept all your talent points. And then points. you'd probably be about the equivalent of like a comparable level warrior who's fully specced in arms or something like that. That's I mean, kind of really pretty overpowered right now. So uh, I'm sure that'll change. But, uh. but anyway, I'm really loving it. It's really fun. How about you, Noah? What, what else have you been playing besides the Warhammer experience? <laughs> how, how did you, I guess I should ask you? How did you enjoy your Warhammer experience? It was pretty cool. I I think without the what is it called? Scenario mm-hmm. at the end. I wouldn't have been that impressed because really up to that point, I'm like, this feels like every other MMO that I've played. Right. Except oh, plus you haven't have... experienced any open realm versus realm yet either. No. So. Plus we could finish the public quest. Cause... And the Conan. Yeah, that, kind of, that was kind of a drag. Conan, I think, still has superior combat, and the combat in there is just, it's really boring. And it's exactly like World of Warcraft. And Well, it's not like you have a ton of skills yet to work with either, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's just rinse and repeat crap. But playing that scenario was really fun because it was like arcade gameplay. Yeah. Which I really liked and made it feel a lot more engaging and visceral. And just like, wow, what's going to happen? And that's, the penalties for dying are brief. You just respawn and then you go jump right back into it and just makes well, it I wouldn't fun. say they're brief. I mean, you have to wait like. Almost 30 seconds sometimes to respawn. So when you die, it takes a while for you to get back into the action, which is kind of one of my main beefs of the whole thing. So there really is a penalty for... I never noticed that happening when I played. It might have been a level thing. dying. Well, I think it's less time the longer you've been up and running. Right. So it just kind of depends. If you're getting, like, spawn camped, then it's horrible. But yeah. if, you're, if you don't die all the time, it's... So maybe you hit on the quality that I couldn't name like four podcasts ago. <laughs> maybe it is kind it's of an real. arcade feel in the scenarios that it's like you're playing deathmatch, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like quakes, kind of like when we used or, to get together and play Quake Three or Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Or yeah, it's just King of the Hill. 
but it's there's something compelling about it. I yeah, it's know. just really fun. It's well, it's like you get so used to this slow-paced, run-down combat where you're just you know we've done in every other MMO, and then you get to turn it into something that's a lot more yeah. engaging. I think too. I think they've their their scenario maps, and now after you've played one of them, maybe you'd agree. I think they're a lot more focused than the battlegrounds are for WoW, where People tend to be spread out all over, but the, this seems to focus people into tight. It does, especially the the uh, the first one. Even the one that I hate, the that oh, tier one, the gate. What is it? The, the one with the two shrines that explode. Yeah, yeah, that, that one. That's the, that's the dark elf one. Or yeah, the, elf, the dark, dark elf. Yeah, one. the dark elf one that never that never spawns because nobody likes playing it because it's it's so yeah, it, it's so one sided depending on who gets gets to it first it's like once you're able to control both points that side's probably going to win yeah you know just depending on which which, you know which faction gets to it first there's a whole bunch of good variation in them later too like tier two and tier three there's um there's this one where there's these trolls that lob rocks and you have to go up into this there's like this big in the middle there's this big hill and you have to run up this uh, up around the outside of it and you go, and then you get this thing. I can't remember if it's an orb or something, but you have to take it to these three different shrines to get the um, troll faction to be on your side or whatever. Oh, cool. And it's really cool, too, because there's this thing that it, it, it'll, it'll eventually, like, explode and clear the top off. And it's so fun to watch somebody, like, fly over your head as they get loaded off of the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's all kinds of crazy scenarios. That and the public quest was fun. And there's little touches of creativity that i like like where they release the dinosaurs to kill oh remember people. yeah i was like the cold ones was yeah that, watch this <laughs> yeah and they kill the feeding time <laughs> they eat the <laughs> elven slaves yeah yeah it's just brutal and i you know i come to expect something like that something really charming in the opening levels of any mmo there's always yeah. a lot of creativity and fun stuff at the beginning and i'm looking forward to seeing how well that carries out through the game if they can keep it running, keep yeah. it going. Yeah. What else uh, besides Warhammer did you end up playing, Noah? I Surely also, you had some Nintendo love going in. Yeah, in I did. Week. I played this bad dancing karaoke game called Boogie Superstar. If you don't write for, yeah, if you don't write for a video game website, that's an example of being glad that you don't because sometimes <laughs> you have to play a game. Sometimes you play the that's stinkers. Explicitly targeted for 10 to 14 year old girls with really bad cover versions of really bad music to begin with. I mean, like four Jonas Brothers songs and three Allie and AJ oh, songs and three the Natasha Bedingfield songs. <laughs> and it's just like, and that's like 12 of the songs out of the 38 that are in the game. And I'm just like, oh gosh. And that's really bad covers. And, yeah. And it's but like you're American the editor in chief, and you just don't misuse your power appropriately. <laughs> I agree, man. How come you don't get like the the Guitar Hero World Tour review? I, I don't know. I, I'm a benevolent leader. Yeah, you need to be more of a. Dictator. There's a lot of others that the dick in hey, I, haven't, I haven't touched Kung Fu Panda or Spyro the Dragon or Madagascar Escape to Africa. Yeah, that's where I so would I would have abused okay. my editorial power right there. No, I would have said, "Oh, by the way, I, I'm reviewing Guitar Hero World Tour." Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hoard all that. Well, what's cool is like most of the games that I've reviewed, I really like or have been fun or they've had good qualities. I've spent a lot of time in My Sims Kingdom. That's another game that I really like. I've been playing this 
forensic murder mystery game set in the 70s with great Uh-oh. 70s shaft style music called unsolved crimes that's really fun and on the 360 i've I've been replaying the Mirror's Edge demo just because I love it so much. <laughs> and I can't get the <laughs> game because I asked really for it for Christmas. Cool. It's a really terrific game. And then I spent a whole bunch of time with my friend Chris and the Left 4 Dead demo last night. Another game that I've asked for Christmas and I so wish that I had because I want to get it today. Yeah, it I want to so get that one too. much fun. Oh my really gosh. Good. Is and it I, fun? I haven't tried the demo. Well, it's from it is Valve. Awesome. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be good. It's one of those games that. It's got the it's got the developer pedigree, that's for sure. And what's cool is you can play as either the humans or the zombies. And when you're playing as the zombies, there's regular run-of-the-mill zombie hordes that just kind of st- storm at you. And then there's ones that are super-powered, whether they have like a tongue that can just yeah, shoot I've out 50 feet and it wraps around the neck and yanks the person back. Or there's like this big corpulent one who will vomit on you. And when he vomits on you, your screen gets covered in green slime. And the, the bile attracts all the zombie horde. And so all of a sudden, all these zombies just pour out of everywhere, and they're just trying to all get you. Oh, and the game dynamically constantly adjusts, so a whole swarm of zombies may come out of a building that never had anything in it before, or... Um, I'm trying to think. or It just it changes up when you encounter zombies how much you, how, and how much you encounter them. Because if you're doing pretty poorly, it'll give you more items to help you out and won't swarm you with as many It'll zombies. scale things back a yeah. little bit. Or if one particular player is doing really good, like what happened the second time I was playing through with my friend, they'll have all the zombies attack you. And there was one point where I just got swarmed and I was completely surrounded. I couldn't move any direction. And the zombies just took me down. Mm, that makes sense. Mm. <laughs> but it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> and a very frenzied, great horror movie experience. Cool. That I recommend it. That or just play a... Uh, oh, what was that game called? Really good one from Flagship Studios. Hellgate London. You could just do that, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really want to play Love for Dead. Looks awesome. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get into some email. Now it's time for I Email. That was anticlimactic. But I liked it though. <laughs> contrast, a study in contrast. That's what this is. So who's who's up to bat today? First up is Chris. Chris talks more Warhammer. He says, I just got finished listening to episode 66, and as usual, I really enjoyed the Blogosteria segment. Congratulations, Jason. I don't enjoy, I, I, I don't enjoy <laughs> the Blogosteria segment. I don't know what, what he's all happy about. Jason is the reluctant <laughs> messiah of the Blogosteria. I will not lead you. <laughs> I'm Sorry, Chris. I'm water. totally derailed your email. Chris Rather continues. I- Chris is to deny me. <laughs> <laughs> Break out some Jesus Christ superstar. 
You know, I grew up with my mom quoting and singing Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ. I don't need that flashback. Jesus Christ. Have you sacrificed? Jesus Christ. Well, you know what's cool, Jason, is you know the words better than my mom does. Yeah, I have to just hum. <laughs> what was she doing? Cheese and rice. Superstar. Going to cook you in the microwave. Cheese and rice. <laughs> All right, Chris says. I just got finished listening to episode 66, and as usual, I really enjoyed the Blogosteria segment. It really is er- ironic. Don't you think? That the Warhammer fanboys, some of the most ruthlessly vocal fanboys I've ever come across, are beginning to fall off the wah bandwagon. The fallen ones. You misspelled wah. Yeah, it's kind of wagga. It's three A's. Yeah, it's three. Actually, is it three or, or three. four? Mark's three. getting on his I grammar. Guess three. Three. For the emote, you have to type you're right, it correctly. You're right. <laughs> so you've already failed there, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> you the are never going to be a wah fanboy. Over the summer, it seemed as if Mythic had their own army that praised them as the Messiah. Oh, look I'm at that. not the Messiah! It was foreshadowing. Massage? <laughs> An infantry, ready to, ready to strike anywhere that doubt or skepticism arose in the blogosphere. Now they appear as nothing more than a bunch of whiny babies who overanalyze everything and forgot why we play games in the first place. And let's not forget that these are the people, including Heartless underscore, who wanted to crucify Brent for uttering the blasphemous words, Warhammer is not fun. Signed, Chris. I don't know. You disagree with him? I like Warhammer. I like Warhammer, too. I like it, too. But boy, did those guys piss me off during that whole lead-up. yeah. That whole... This game is so much better than WoW, even though it's still theoretically most... It's kind of funny. I think every MMO has a cycle now. It like goes through this crazy cycle where it starts out where like the idea for an MMO is thrown out there, and you know, and then you know, and then next thing you know, the developer a developer has picked up that idea. He, he they own the IP for that idea, and then there's a period where everybody gets all hyped up and excited about it, and like the hype is piled up on it on top of hype on top of, and hype. then. Then the game comes out, and that's followed by a few weeks of, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever, you know, this is going to be the most awesome game. And then the next couple weeks, or you know, it it's, comes down to, oh, well, you know, there's some couple of minor issues that we have with the game, blah, 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 you know, I'd and like to then, see the following changes, and then, like, a couple weeks later, you have, like, oh my god, they've got to totally change everything about this game, it's or it's so going to I'm leaving. I can't stand this game. I'd, I'd like oh to just God. permanently staple their forearm to their forehead so they can yeah. be in drama mode all the time. It's like they look. I really think. Just, I really think every MMO goes through a cycle, just like I described. Well, you know, before the blogosphere, though, it was just the forums, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing happened there too. I remember I was a total fanboy for that Wheel of Time um, Unreal Engine game that I kind of mentioned last podcast. And there was there were forums for that like right off the bat when it was first announced, and people were like, "This is going to be so awesome! Nobody's going to care about anything that ID ever does again." And this is like totally so cool to take this IP, and this game's going to be so great. And you know, were you like, generating these comments? No, no. But I mean, I was just like, "Oh, I was you know into it. I had my for- like, my yeah, forum ID, and I would yeah. go and troll the forum forums ID and- of." Uh- the Dragon Reborn. Yeah, it was like Randall Thor. One, one, one after that because somebody had already took the yes, Dragon Reborn. and wrote first. Right. <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, you know, I was like all into it. And, and I just remember the same thing happened, you know, as it got closer to launch, the fear and uncertainty starts to settle in. Then it launched and, you know, the disappointment and the hatred and Terangrel, why don't I have powers? What the fuck, man? Oh, and what's it, what, what, they don't even understand what the difference between a Terangrel and an Angrel is, man. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I become like a hippie from the 60s when I try to talk like So you mean they were just as angry as I was when I saw Legend of the Seeker, essentially is what you're Basically, saying. Basically, it was the same kind of thing. <laughs> you know, total betrayal. And, and it's the same... You destroyed my IP, you motherfuckers! It's the same thing with <laughs> these guys, you know. I I, I I think Chris is right on. It's it's like, now, where do they go? This is the part that... Okay, so we've we've kind of clearly documented the whole phase. Like, they they latch onto an IP or a game. Mm-hmm. They, they begin to follow it fervently, religiously. They start to make up shit that it's supposed to have that nobody even knows about. They gain mobability. Mobability. <laughs> Energy. Mobability. They do all this stuff. Then they eventually, you know, are so let down by the game that they've built up in their head to be something that couldn't possibly exist on our planet, right? Short of, like, with Matrix technology or something. <laughs> then, so... This is the part of the life cycle we don't know about. We need to unearth... We need an investigative report. Like, we need somebody to go and get embedded with Heartless and find out, like, what happens now that he's got to latch, find something new to latch on. Like, does he wander aimlessly through the town, like, giving blowjobs for money? Or, you know, like, what, what exactly happens during this phase of his, of his, of his time? You know? I don't know that I want to know he, that. Does he, you know, does he, does he go take night school classes? Does he become, like, really well-adjusted briefly? Maybe he like, starts Fight Club. Maybe he starts a... F- <laughs> and he never talks about it. I don't know. I'd like... Oh, I yeah, because you can't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, I just... That's the part that's that we don't know. Rule. You know, we know... We know what all happens about after the, the disenfranchisement. Yeah, we know the, 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 the chrysalis part. We, we've been through it all, but we don't understand now the cycle of rebirth. Sloughing. The sloughing. <laughs> 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 we call this phase the sloughing. <laughs> Maybe I, I think and maybe they go through that fiery ritual called carousel. <laughs> maybe <laughs> the crystal in your palm is the crystal in their palm is has started to blink. is dead. <laughs> anyway, well, what is our uh, next email? We I have, have to an say? email from our Polish correspondent, Ristoff. He's the one with that funny accent, huh? Apparently, or, or, or he's the one who we we make fun of his accent. Kind of. I didn't know that we did. No, he, he thought he said he liked the whole Arnold thing. Oh yeah, kind of. But he says his is more of a mutt accent between the Irish and Southern U.S. English, which I can't, <laughs> I can't possibly comprehend how that sounds. No, what will y'all be having? <laughs> what y'all be having? <laughs> I, I, no, that I don't know. I don't understand. understand. I don't even understand how you pull that off. <laughs> anyway, have an Christoph, if you would I like to call in one of these times... Yeah, leave us a voicemail. We leave us a voicemail. I would love to hear how that plays yeah. out. Yeah, we really would like to hear it. Go to channel.msive.skype, do that, or send us an email with an MP3 recording to mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. He writes us, speaking of the topic, you dudes are having fun there with our Central European accent, aren't you? 
Mine is more of a med accent between Irish and Southern U.S. That's English. That's what I just said, Noah. As Thanks Jason for repeating just said. what I just said. Well, it wasn't the official reading, so yeah, I just Yeah, you were paraphrasing <laughs> loosely. Very loosely. Christoph I mean. continues, my boss is a smartass from Florida. He thinks we don't have books in the Dude, you don't want to say that. His boss might be listening to this podcast. Oh. You're going to get him fired. Well, you shouldn't have put it in there, Jason. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, Christoph. <laughs> Anyway, he, he praises his boss for his fine management <laughs> skills, ethics, and um, three-piece suit. Right. Uh, then he talks about the organizer add-on for Warhammer. And then he, he says that Greeny Talk, which is apparently another uh, language mod. Yeah, it converts Warhammer, everything into Alan Greenspan says jargon. That's proven Your to be a lot better. This organizer has not been updated for way too long, and the curse client for add-on management and WarDB.com to get info from Warhammer content, sort of like Wowhead. So I guess if you're interested in some of those crazy language add-ons for Warhammer, Greeny Talk is the way to go if you want to role-play a green skin. You had to try it, man. You looked a black orc. Yeah, I know. Uh, it says you're on you're on my favorites list, and if you keep up with the quality, I'll be your trendsetter for Poland. Man, Yay. We, like I said, we're we're big overseas, but shunned in our own country. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know. That's fine. I like it. <laughs> I can dig it. You like the international appeal. Yes, international superstar Noah. <laughs> our last email is from James. He says. Thought I would share my opinion on WoW's expansion with relation to Warhammer. I think Warhammer's number <laughs> will suffer for a few months until WoW players hit level 80 and realize that the PvP is imbalanced and just not as enjoyable as Warhammer's. I personally hope they merge a few more servers to keep the numbers up on each of the Warhammer servers so that it remains a fun and viable game. Signed, James. Well, I do think that Mythic... Needs to push the server merges a little bit harder. They have way too many servers. They, it's insane. That, that's that's the, the reason is probably my number one problem with the game. It is probably the number one problem. The, re- the, with the reason game right why now. was to make a get through the launch because of that huge. There's no, but even then there wasn't that many people, and oh, yeah? they could have they could have launched with half of what they went with, and, uh, and it would have worked fine. I, I don't think so. I yes, saw, it I saw highs. It and totally would I saw a lot of highs on those servers. No. And then they, they started to it, just... It really was not them and that... You don't think they, so? They panicked. I think they totally panicked and and freaked out, and they thought, oh, we got all these players, let's just open up all the... No. I think they did they it really right. really blew it out of proportion. War, Warhammer, the gameplay is based... On maybe, being able to encounter other people, maybe they handed out Period, too much Kool Aid. So maybe like Mark Jacobs came out with this big thermos and said, "Okay, we're going to have all of the every Warcraft World of Warcraft player is going to start playing <laughs> today." So that's eleven million. So be prepared for we eleven will, million. We will need eleven million. We will need a Plus thousand one, servers, right. and we need them now. And. <laughs> Um, I also think, yeah, okay, you know, we can all agree with the statement that Warhammer's numbers are going to suffer for a few months, at least until World of Warcraft players hit 80 and realize that there's probably not a whole lot to do after that. Um, and especially those who like, who (laughs) like to play in a player versus player slash realm versus realm environment, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're more interested in that. The gameplay in Warhammer is probably going to be more rewarding to you than you know if you're a, just more into the whole PVE thing. So, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, we'll see where it ends up, and hopefully, Mythic can deliver on some some more content, and and they'll be able to herd more players into where they need to play. <laughs> I yeah, guess. To, I still think it's pretty plain and simple. The two games are geared towards two different types of people. They are, but fortunately, that those two types of people are kind of overlapping in a big part of what they like in a game, as far as. Two universes overlapping to form a set, and that set are the people who play both, or bounce back Only when you use your mystical voice do I really understand it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, actually, I think he needs to be in a wheelchair and, and talk like, and then, and then, and then, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Sorry. We have an audio rant from Jeffrey up next. How are you, gentlemen? It's Jeffrey again, or Joffrey, or Geoff, or whatever you want to call me. It's been a very busy week, mostly due to the coming of the king, the Lich King! Now, I was not one of those people that went and stood in line in order to get the game the minute it went on sale at midnight. But I did pre-order it through Amazon, and it was kind of cool because they had this deal where you got the game delivered on the day it was released, and it actually worked out as promised. And I really don't have too much to rant about the actual game or the content, it looks great, it plays great, and the quests in Northrend are varied and more creative than in the past. They also don't bunch a ton of quest givers into one area. They're usually just a few quests to start with, but they eventually lead you to other smaller quest hubs. This keeps you moving and exploring and keeps the quest log from becoming overly cluttered. As you might have guessed, there's a gigantic butt coming up here. That's a huge butt! So without further ado, but well, I think we've heard enough. It sounds like he's really oh, a big fan of Rambler. I don't think so. No, no, no I, dude. He said there was the, a butt in there. You shall hear these words, oh. Mark. Do you really need to hear your game's more? flaws? Shall be exposed and explored. <laughs> My game and eleven million other lucky people. Almost lucky. twelve million. All right, let's f- hear the rest of his his <laughs> message. But. The douchebaggery, the overcrowding, the slow respawn times, and the dreaded reappearance of cues. Now, some of this was to be expected, especially if you go and make a Death Knight, which does have some of the most fantastic series of quests, if you could actually finish them without encountering any of the aforementioned problems. And some of this was to be expected because it's Wrath of the Lich King, and it's all new and shiny. But holy shit, this expansion brought every selfish mouth-breathing neckbeard out of the woodwork, and I think they all transferred to my server. For example, no one seemed to think it was a good idea to group up for an escort quest. It would be much better to stand around until the quest giver pops, and then see who can click through the quest dialogue and accept the quest the fastest. Yay, I win! While the rest of us stand here and wait and hope you die. I mailed a copy of the game to my friend in England, and although she's chomping at the bit to begin playing, I know she's better off waiting a week or ten days for the delivery. Hopefully the idiots will have cleared out some by then. Maybe I should take some of my own advice and play Fable 2 or Peggle or something until her copy arrives, and then I'll play with her. Oh well, that's it. See you next time, guys, and play some Ween, dammit! I told you that was inconsequential and not meaningless. I think that me and my neckbeard are highly offended <laughs> because so I have not played Rats of the Lich King. Uh, when, you, when you talk to your neckbeard, ask it what its experience was like. Since obviously, I hated it too. Uh, oh, it's speaking now. <laughs> you know, I figured Mark, if, I know that you're one of those douchebags that was like racing through all the, <laughs> all the quests. I was like so click happy, and then I did shit with a demon form thing. No, I. Can do it with my, 
I would have. I've done. I've screwed some people over with the demon form thing though already. <laughs> Especially Death Knights because they piss me off that people have managed to get their Death Knights up to like seventy already or seventy two. So like they'll run in, they'll come in hordes, you know, and they'll want to grab something, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll get every mob I can mad at me, and then demon form an immolation and do hellfire or something, and like everything's dead on the map, right? And they just run up. By the time they get to me, they're like, fuck. <laughs> so so that's my revenge. But but anyway, um, I like that. I don't know. I I I think he's totally wrong. I think the cues are good. They give you time to read up and plan. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a good way to spend There's nothing good about Q. I'm uh, looking. I'm trying to work for my spokesperson for Blizzard job. You know, no, I think Q suck. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, there's nothing fun about that. Obviously, no, of course, Especially and all, and all the douchebags come back to play. Like trip, triple digit Q numbers are bad, but when it's like 1,200, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, tough. that that. And no, everywhere is Baron's chat. I'll, so I'll admit to that. All of a sudden, oh, really? Baron's oh, chat yeah. is back, Everything but is in Baron's every zone chat. again. That's great. It's everywhere. It's like the ubiquitous Baron's chat. I have to say, Baron's I don't chat. miss that that much. Yeah. I don't miss Chuck Norris jokes. Yeah, I've heard so many Chuck Norris jokes now. I mean, they've got whole new, very... It's become such a refined art. Like, if you don't have a Chuck Norris joke that takes three paragraphs to spell out... You're like really crude. <laughs> They're very refined. Um. Anyway, Jeffrey, thanks for the rant. We appreciate it. As always, if you want to send us a rant like that, go ahead and send it to mail. At channelmassive.com. If you have any nudie pictures, oh, emails f- only, <laughs> send it to <laughs> male at channelmassive.com. You're just <laughs> asking for it with that, Jason. <laughs> you can also send us a Skype a message on our voicemail at channel.massive.skype. C-J-N-N-E-L.M-A-S-S-I-V-E. Also, a reminder to visit our website early and often. Go to HTTP. And the optional colon 80 at the end. Yes. And because we're always updating that we've... We're we're hammering the website now. There's a lot more content there. Some maybe of it, not quality. Some of it meaningful. But there, yeah, some of it might be meaningful. Some of it maybe not. But if you want to see what we're happens, we're working on, when you, when on adding more content to the site, and when uh, we we appreciate a lot of the feedback that we've been getting from that. And that's the only place you can participate in our weekly massive mess of an opinion, which we're going to get to next. That's right. And the winner is... Oh, wait, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about jumping the shark. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, this week's massive mess of an opinion. Uh, the question this week was regarding a, another tragic teen gamer story involving Wrath of the Leech King, where a 15-year-old boy collapsed and went into convulsions after a 24-hour binge session. That was not me. <laughs> no. Well, for one, you're, you're well into your, your 50s, 50s by now. 60s. And, uh, In dog years. Um, and this kid young. was 15 years old. Uh, yeah. But I have he, the mentality of a 15 year old. You know, just another one of these crazy gamers who decided to 
you know, of course, felt he had to level up as much as he possibly could in, He's racing in one that session. Frenchman. Back in yeah, I, yeah, he was racing the Frenchman who already got to 80. Dork. Man, I know I've played, I played Super Mario Brothers longer than that punk ass played WoW. And Straight? Didn't, didn't freak out or die. These, these kids, dude! These, all you're doing you know is why? collecting it's stars when these and These kids learned how man. to ride their bikes and tricycles. They had the damn safety helmets on, shin pads, armor. When we were kids, they just threw us out there in the streets and said, <laughs> "Here's a bat. Go do something." That's the problem. They don't have a constitution <laughs> these anymore. Children are coddled. They're coddled. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Anyway, when the convulsions, the parents are all freaked out. Everybody's crying what about the children um you know again it's just one of those sad tales of a of a kid who who played a game too much he unlocked his secret secondary identity of Azrael. yeah Azrael too working cinnabon's worker by day (laughs) master of darkness at night that's right so anyway the, the good thing is this kid didn't die Yay! You know, he's, he's recovered, he's doing okay, but it looks like the parents are actually going to take a little bit more active role well, as far as his gaming life recall, goes. Parent, parental control for WoW enables you to set, like, hours. It's true. Which is a it's cool true. feature. Stuff like that does exist, parents. Wake the fuck up. Yeah, you can totally lock him down, say you can play two hours or whatever, and... I don't know, I mean, you, you've chronicled your own crazy gaming experiences where you've <laughs> where you crashed and burned while you played Diablo yeah. 2. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, for this, yeah, I listed my my, my Diablo crash and burn drool fest. <laughs> yeah, that that was a pretty epic one. I, I think I... The longest I played... I'd have to go back to Ashram's Call, Yeah, because you were into that game. Because I was I really into Ashram's Call hardcore. And I want to say that I probably... I would play that for probably a good twelve hours straight. Sometimes I'd go to when, bed. Wasn't there I'd... a time where you were like you were between like jobs, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. and you were like holed up in your apartment when that game was yeah. out? And I swear to God, that's oh, yeah. all I did all day long. And it was like, I, and I was, and I was the monarch double. of a huge. <laughs> I was the monarch of a huge. Yeah, we were feeding um, you experience guild, so I would just. Uh, play all day and I think you know I and it got to the point where I, I did I'd even go to sleep and I'd dream about it uh, I, I'd have dreams about going through the dire lands and running around and all sorts of crazy shit did you ever see anything in your peripheral vision when you were driving yeah yeah dude that- I would I would drive around if I, if I was driving <laughs> I'd always feel like I was driving around in a game world and stuff yeah. it, it got really bad I was I was hardcore addicted Noah's shuddering quietly game. <laughs> no, have you have you had any major gaming binge experiences like that? Where you played for an ungodly amount of time all at once? Well, I know that when we do our game days, those are usually we used yeah, to do we, some hardcore stuff. I mean, then there's yeah. there's breaks in between all that. I I think I get too easily bored to play a single game nonstop like that. There might have been when I was younger. There might have been times where I played like Banjo Kazooie or one of the Final Fantasy games. For a while, I remember I got really into Super Castlevania Four one weekend and beat that like three times oh, in a yes. row. That is a and really like, cool game. What am I game. doing? But it was just so much fun. But I never really timed it or had any 
medical emergencies than this. <laughs> you know, do you, can you count role-playing games? I remember well, back yeah, in the sure. day, I used I to so, yeah. do that a lot. Like, sleep over at a friend's house, and we'd all have a bunch of us, and we'd play and play and play. And play. Right. You know, the parents would come down, look at us horrified. <laughs> we don't understand what they're doing, but we just think one more to roll of the dice, man. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, my D20 and my D4. <laughs> According to this, my my <laughs> my Thaco is now so low. There's no way in hell I'm going to hit that thing. Anyway, we had we some had, good. Yeah, we had some good responses to this. Uh, Open Edge uh, said he he actually had one this weekend. He said for six hours straight. I sat and kept on going in The Witcher. I think I had to do it. I think I had it had to do with the cards. If uh, yeah, if you're familiar with The Witcher, you can get this set of uh, nudie cards after conquests. Yeah, after conquests. Yes. <laughs> Collect them all is my motto. No, really, the game keeps you entranced. I also know it's a winner when the wife wants to start doing stuff for me when I need to hit the potty. I, I think it's funny What's- that he said potty. <laughs> and then she starts sitting on the chicks looking for those cards. Yeah, I married a winner. I read it incorrectly the first time, so I thought he meant something totally different. <laughs> I was like, that's a sick. <laughs> it's a party, oh buddy. <laughs> anyway, that was a good response there. Um, hey, hey, Open Edge, if you're listening, can you write in and tell us if there's like a patch for the Witcher so that the USA version gets the fully nude cards. That's right. Or if you still have to buy the European version. Just curious. <laughs> Mark wants know. to know. I want to know in case I want to play. Um, Onigato, uh, the, the leader of the Channel Massive Guild on... Uh, <laughs> the leader? On Arthas. Uh, he writes in and he says, I remember my first MMO EverQuest. I was stupid and wanted to get a rare item for my druid. I spent approximately 20 hours online just staring at the spawn point, waiting for this one mob to show up so I could kill it. It was completely random spawn in a heavily camped area. People would log out there. Wizard would bind and gate there. I got it, but the boredom almost killed me. And the sad thing is, in the grand scheme of things, the offhand item wasn't that great. Man, 20 hours... That is a brutal session. Uh, Another response came in from Chris. Chris said, I had a nice little 14-hour session of World of Warcraft last Thursday. 14 hours, damn. I said, you know, when, of course, Wrath of the Leech King was uh, released. Uh, Perhaps it's just me, but long gaming sessions in front of the computer usually result in a keyboard faceplant, not convulsions. Nevertheless, I wouldn't consider the 15-year-old's demise the fault of the video game or its developers, but rather the parents. You're here. Uh, and and then Daniel writes in that he's never actually played one longer than four hours because he's busy. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, come on, man. That is not winning material. Although that isn't winning material. It is nice that... to know that you have a balanced lifestyle. <laughs> uh, no... We need to hear, like, you were holed up, you were yeah, at the Gameaholics, you, 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 you hacked into the network at the Game Addiction Aholics whatever workshop, and yeah. got to level something, or, I don't know, something, make something up. Anyway, we'd like to go ahead and uh, we'll announce the winner here, uh, we'll say it is, uh, roll of the four-sided die. Uh, let's go... <laughs> 
Anigato, Anigato, you are the winner of this week's SplitReason.com <laughs> t-shirt. Uh, go ahead and uh, be looking at your email. We'll send you an email and uh, request a little bit more info from you. Uh, we'll do this Thank again next week. Um, Credit card as numbers. always, you got uh, you know you've all you've got to do is uh, leave a comment. Show the love. Show the loves. Le- leave a comment in the comments section of next week's massive mess of an opinion, and you'll uh, qualify Monday. yourself for a splitreason.com t-shirt. And they're pretty cool. Pretty darn cool deal. What time is it, Jason? It's time for the weekend game. Fast forward, weekend gaming. That is. Yeah. Uh, Vietnam. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam. Vietnam is now known as having the first ga- gaming addiction clinic. Sweet. Yeah, they're they're they've just An opened Asian a Asian sex tour and a clinic for gaming addicts. I could combine the two to one action-filled weekend. Yeah, there <laughs> there's a, a a training center, I guess. Hopefully, the wife will buy into it. Uh, this rehab center just opened up in uh, HCM City, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> HCM Vector Twelve <laughs> to bring them 16. back from the insidious virtual worlds. Yeah, there's already um, 50 we'll addicts from age 13 to 18 yeah. at the center, and the treatment involves... Hopefully it works them- better than it, than it did for people who went into alcohol rehab, like, <sighs> uh, like uh, what was what's her name? Amy Winehouse? Yeah, like Amy Winehouse. Britney Spears. Britney Spears and... and, and uh, all the other ones. All careers yeah. that have risen like a phoenix. <laughs> they, have, they shall rise from the phoenix! So for this rehab, they re- realized that you must substitute one thing for another, and in this case, you will stop playing online games so that you can get into the worlds of music, painting, dancing, and sports. Porn, Maybe surfing, take up smoking, too. Smoking, <laughs> tobacco, know. chewing, alcoholism, and sex addiction. Well, that's good, and we may, we may find some people from Wrath of the Lich King who may need that, like the ones who have already finished all the content in the game. That's right. If if you haven't heard, um, Wrath of the Lich King is over. It's yeah, been so defeated. Stop it's been defeated. Since playing it. Uh, the guild, uh, 25th November, uh, has proudly proclaimed that uh, they've defeated all of the PvE content. <laughs> it's all been cleared. It's from our old server, too. They've Again, got screenshots yeah. of everything. Mactheridon was apparently like a breeding ground for like overachieving guildies, which is why we left. They say this is a moment of triumph and cause for concern. The question in all of our minds right now is if we can do this, how soon until the rest of the top guilds in the world clear all the raid content that Wrath of the Leech King has to offer? Did Blizzard miscalculate in tuning these encounters, or did Blizzard folding under the weight of the large casual player base that demands to be on equal footing with the endgame raiders? Yes, 
You should all go play a new game called Impossa Quest, <laughs> where you will finally yeah. be rewarded with unending, undefeatable quests and encounters that no one can possibly ever... That sounds like something from Hellraiser. <laughs> anyway. Ah, oh, your suffering anyway, will be eternal. The, the game's <laughs> been beaten. There's no reason for you to play this game anymore. Move so along now. Move Nothing along. to see here. No. Time, time to go play... Uh, Might I suggest Vector Tower Defense 2, the yes, bottleneck map? Yes, or, or um, <laughs> I, I hear there's other great MMOs coming out, like, uh, I don't know, Free Realms. Free Realms. Aeon, whatever that, that game Ion, is. Aeon. We you get to play an angel. Yes. Isn't that that one? Yeah, Free Realms, that's right. The one you mentioned, that's the one where it's an attitude. Free Realms is the... Uh, it's not a game, the one it's with an attitude. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a game, it's an attitude. <laughs> Mark's on board. I think he probably already has it. It's a multi-marketing Speaking bit. of Wrath of the Leech King, Lich. Wrath of the... Wrath of the Leech. Lich King. Lich. Stupid Lich. Uh, uh-huh, the Lich King expansion sells... 2.8 million copies on launch day. So so they beat their old record of 2.4 million for the numbers. Burning Crusade. And to think and it's turned to the fastest PC selling game PC selling game. The fastest selling PC game of all time. Jason's beside himself with all these I know, stats. And to think we all crazy. thought that the MMO market was probably saturated at 250,000. But that understand is why haven't there been eleven million copies? That's sold? what I was asking. Well, not yet. How come eleven <laughs> million copies weren't sold on the first it, day? It, it's an interesting thought, though, because you have two extremes here. I mean, you've got those people who say that you know the majority of the players are probably you know mid to low level, and you know not everyone's a level seventy or level eighty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the guys, the guild that brings up serious questions because they've managed to defeat everything in the game at the high level who who thinks that the top one-tenth of one percent of the players are being cheated by this game. Yep. So, like, in between there somewhere is the truth. And the interesting fact, I think, is is that 2.8 million people are actually at level 70 or at least over 55 where they can actually enjoy the content of this game. I think that's kind of an interesting Presumably. thing. Or they're just dumb or they're they just, don't realize it. Or they're, yeah, they're like, I can't wait to go to Northrend with my level 15 troll hunter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it out there. Yeah. <laughs> like you were killed by one of the rabbits out there, buddy. I mean, <laughs> uh, what, what else do we have here? Ooh, gold prices. <laughs> gold prices going up. Can you say Charlie? (laughs) Charlie down! Charlie down! (laughs) China announced earlier this month that it would uh, begin levying a 20% tax on virtual transactions. Uh, Prices apparently are beginning to rise for virtual assets like gold and uh, other, other items. Uh, it appears that sellers of virtual currency transactions will be obligated to report to the tax department and pay income taxes within seven days of sale. Wow. Officials are still unsure of what exactly should be taxed or how, but the issue will affect apparently a large number of users. <laughs> um, you know, with so many people playing these games. And with a population of three quatillion. Yeah, I know all the people in China. So it's gonna be, man, it's gonna be amazing. So like, 
If I was over there, could I put my virtual money into like a tax sheltered annuity? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then I could pull it out when I retire. Maybe I don't know. Cause that'd be cool. Cause I'd like I'd like put all my wow gold in there, and then you know when I'm in my seventies, <laughs> next I'm thing you know, interest instead baby. Instead of being a Walmart greeter like I've been planning for my retirement, I could instead cash in with my virtual currency with very low taxation. <laughs> it's possible, man. I don't know. I'm gonna work on this. I'll I'll get some spreadsheets together. We'll we'll model this fucker. Well, that's good to know. In case, a, well, I can tell you were worried, Noah. Yeah, I know that your future financial security hinges on your your what we will call offshore development efforts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have a contact in China. I know you do. <laughs> there have been a lot of, of course, releases and updates this week for MMOs. Uh, first of note, apparently they've added a really cool. A new expansion to Star Wars Galaxies, a game that we haven't mentioned on this show in, uh, wow. Ever? I don't know how long, <laughs> honestly. Only with derision and The cool thing prejudice. is that th- this update adds a uh, a battle. It's called the Battle of Echo Base, which is we the Hoth. Know. It's like a Hoth-type scenario uh, where you can uh, choose the side of the Empire or the Rebellion and... You too can eviscerate your mount and crawl into its innards. For a nice <laughs> no, I don't know evening. if you get to do the whole. Oh. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you <laughs> do get that to again, totally destroy your tauntaun for the sake of warmth. Squeal like a what, is, what are those things called? Tauntaun. Squeal like a tauntaun, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a, it almost sounded like a cross between a Wookiee and a tauntaun. It's a Wookiee tauntaun. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. <laughs> One crazy night of anyway, that, of it looks kind of cool that you get to choose sides. And, and and play through that whole scenario. I, I you know, I, the, the, the first thing that came to my mind was hearing the, the cheers that the first transport is away. Yeah, it's all coming back. Yeah, man. So anyway, any any players who are any players who are still playing Star Wars Galaxy is, yeah, they have that that to look forward to, I guess. Uh, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, in a galaxy far, far away. To the kingdom of Middle-earth. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online, uh, Mines of Moria. Moria. It's Moria. Week. Oh, Moria. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just do that so you can make me do that. I know and it. We do, uh, yes. <laughs> Call and response. That went live. All the, the legendary weapons, <laughs> the new content. The, uh, oh, the, the Balrog. Yes. Can't wait to see that. Mark, did you get your copy? No, I remember I confessed in the last show that my I was ah, far I get too. It. Uh, your confession fell on deaf ears. Where is your copy? I'm not gonna be playing this one. <laughs> three at once. Three at once. Come on, you can do I it. I can only dedicate my time to two, and I'd really like to do a good job of it for the listeners. And still have a family. They're the ones who matter <laughs> your to me. Dedication is admirable. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Warhammer, the heavy metal event, went live this week. <laughs> it's kind of cool if you click on that tab in the in the Tome of Knowledge. You click on it, and some heavy metal music starts playing. Oh, Seriously, it does. That. It's kind of cool. I clicked it, and it was like... Did you... Uh, like, sweet! Did you do but I haven't been yet? able to do any of it yet, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, of course, if you one of the... I think if you complete it within a certain period of time, you have the chance to play the the new classes before anybody. Yeah, else. Yeah, you get the advance. It's like in December when the regular yeah. launches, so there's so it's it actually be pretty some quality cool. time. It's not like a two day thing, right? Or something. Right. 
Um, EverQuest 2, uh, the Shadow Odyssey expansion went live this week. Wait a minute, is that the full name of the expansion? Yeah, it is. It looks it's like not, it's missing a prepositional it's not, phrase. Yeah, it's not, the, it's not the, missing any elements. The overture elements. of the Mad Shadow Assassin. Shadow Odyssey of Kunark. The, the, right. the aching loins of the, the Vaklimt overlord. <laughs> no, no. The... The apocalypse of they the... went pretty conservative on this title, I think. Uh, They're keeping it real. Anyway, there are a lot of additions to this one. I, I I've seen quite a few bloggers out there who've been blogging about their experiences with with it. It kind of makes me want to resubscribe to it. Honestly, I don't. But I, the thing is, I don't know if I could get back into it because I'm afraid my giggle giggle gibber. Addiction will kick in again, and I'll <laughs> spend all my platinum. That's what happened last time on uh, on trying to win the Giver Giver game. Weren't you squeezed out of the game by the mob? Eventually? Yeah, I did. I know. I took out loans and shit. I was like, <laughs> have, "Come like, on, man! I just need a couple more hundred plat before I can win this thing. I swear, you'll get a return on your investment, man." Because he plays on an yeah. RP server, there's actual loan sharks after him. I know. I know. It was so sad, Guido. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Tippa from West Karana does a really good job of uh, chronicling her adventures, and uh, every time I, I see something on it, I, it makes me kind of want to go back and, and resubscribe to it. But EverQuest 2, the greatest MMO that's never played. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. There's no update for Vanguard here? No, not yet, but I think there's something big coming down the pipes. The game will actually look yeah. good. <laughs> Some people argue that it already does, Mark. It, I know they argue, but, but you know, well, I, a, I won't be one it's of a them. Faulty argument, yeah. <laughs> based on it. It's like, yeah, never mind. All right, it's time to get on to some. It's time for Black Hysteria. Now it's time for... I thought this was the mobability section. It could be. This week's Blogosteria is sponsored by... The MMOG Nation and Michael Zanke. Michael Zanke decides to incite a small little riot... With a post this week called the War Backlash... Oh, is that like when you drink something that somebody else has drank and you get like their <laughs> that's food back chunks? Wash. Backwash. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're thinking something totally different. Oh. Now. Is that yeah. when you're like a flagellant and you have like a mace and you like hit yourself in the back a lot with no, it? And you like lash no, yourself, so no, to speak? No, no, oh. no. You're, you're close. You're close because it seems like a lot of MMO players are doing that kind they of sure thing to themselves. Be, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I can't stand how I could have been taken for a ride by that Paul Burnett. Yeah. Charisma. Um, <laughs> he writes, we all knew it would come, of course. Folks who have perhaps not experienced the full heartbreak of MMO after MMO. Psyche themselves up. Yeah, psyching themselves up and ready and raring to go <laughs> from optimistic post launch experiences at. Keenan Grav's site to this enthusiastic one-month look back at wah! The mood has turned, and it has turned quickly. 
uh, Michael goes on to quote a few posts. Uh, this one comes from uh, Wizards and Wenches. Uh, it's a Warhammer blog. It says, I must admit, Warhammer is turning a bit dull for me. Days have gone past without... I've felt the old urge to log on and play a few hours, and that's pretty bad considering the feeling grew in my mind first after months and months in World of Warcraft. Tier 1 was fun. Tier 2 was also fun, but somewhere in Tier 3, it all went wrong. And no, Jason didn't screw that sentence up. He actually did say, Days has gone past without yes. I felt the old urge. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's a quote from quote. Um, here's another uh, quote that he adds from Wah! Uh, the blog. Wah! <laughs> Wah! I can only say it that way, honestly. Three A's, a G, and H, and W. The end result of Warhammer's stupid mobs is another wink link in their PvE chain. I know PvE can't be expected to rise to the challenge or complexity of PvP, but come on, we can try a bit harder than this. How the enemy mobs act, react, and fight goes a long way to making me feel as though world PvE combat actually means something and has context. Well, my comment to that is it really doesn't because it's a realm versus realm yeah, the, game. In but, this game, the PvE is kind of the fluff. Anyway, if that's besides the point. Uh, it says, uh, how many mobs... Yeah, how how the enemy mobs act, react, and fight goes a long way to making me feel as though world PvE combat actually means something, has context, that I can strain my believability to the point where I accept that these mobs have an identity of their own. Can I rant yet, or should I wait? Not quite yet. Okay. <laughs> it will hold the rage. Um, it will hold the rage. Michael also quotes <laughs> a... Uh, from a blog post from Keenan Grave, which states... All around, me and my friends, brother, and guildmates are calling it quits and either hanging up their MMO hats until the quote-unquote next big thing, which, of course, all these people tend to do, and are closing the doors on all the MMORPGs altogether. No, and we could be, accused, we could be uh, accused of that as well. I'm not, games are woefully I'm not saying that we're immune to basically. that particular criticism. Uh, Warhammer has lost a decent number of people to Wrath of the Leech King, although the game is holding up remarkably well, I must admit. And it's really caused me to stop and look at the game as a whole. Drastic changes are needed in Warhammer if the game will survive. It's time to pick up the hatchet. The time for for using a scalpel has come and gone. And then Michael kind of gives some background information on his experiences with Warhammer. He's said on a few podcasts before that he thinks that Warhammer is a well-made game. He thinks it's a lot of fun. He, he had a blast playing it. Um, says he's had some time away from MMOs and and of course he's gone back and he's played some World of Warcraft and he's a big Warcraft fan. Um, if you haven't figured it out by his recent post on his website, he's been uh, playing Warcraft a lot. Um, he says, I don't want to come off like a jerk here, but posts like the above just make me want to giggle. What in the nine hills did you guys expect? If you played any other MMOs, you have expectations for quality based on a released, patched, polished game. If you've played World of Warcraft in the last six months to a year, you've brushed up against the pinnacle of 
Daiku Mud based MMO gameplay, taking those expectations, taking the ideas, and comparing them to a real physical game that had to be made by people is craziness. Warhammer's been out for less than two months. And if you compare Warhammer's launch to the launches of other games, it had a really great kickoff. In fact, I still said why I still stand what I said in, in I told the post. Warhammer will be the number two subscription in M- uh, MMO in the U.S. Eventually, the deal is though is that you have to give it time. Um, he says if there's anything radical for me to suggest about Warhammer, it would be the following: consider releasing some portion of what's planned. For the expansion sooner rather than later is a free update, which they've already done multiple times over. Uh, definitely work to get the player base as concise as possible. They're already starting to work on some of the, you know, server merges, uh, things like that. He also says, stick to your guns. Don't let the crazy fingers get you to make any changes you'll regret later, which I think is a great point. And the comments, of course, start to turn sour. Uh, He says, well, one comes in, he says, I completely disagree! The backlash on Warhammer is entirely different. There was no way for the majority of players to anticipate how the game would pan out in the longer term. Mythic demoed the game in a great way. The rank 1 to 20 experience was amazing. Uh, Some of us figured out that the structure was flawed. And the fun of the game was dependent on some premises that were in doubt. Mythic did basically nothing to support that structure, and the game fell apart. I repeat, the game fell apart. Problems that increase in their impact, and the game goes the more the games go on. Uh, the enthusiasm at the start was justified because they demoed a good, promising game, but it was a game whose foundation was too dependent on a balance that was obviously flawed and that wouldn't stay in the longer term. The game isn't fulfilling its promises and the players are reacting accordingly. Um, oh, and, and this beautiful tidbit from, from Heartless underscore. Uh, says, what I'm, still tr- tr- what I'm still struggling to figure out is why Mythic let Paul Barnett speak so much and then follow absolutely none of the ideas he presented. Warhammer is a terrible game. I repeat, Heartless underscore gamer said Warhammer is a terrible game but I'm going to stick it out for a few months and see where it goes they turn the beta around maybe they can turn the entire game around 1 through 20 ranks are golden now they just need to make 20 through 40 as well which we don't know if they can actually do yet I love that statement by Heartless underscore Gamer. If only I had the ability to send it back in time. Yes. Warhammer is a terrible game, but I'm going to stick, gonna stick it, it out. out for a few months and see where it goes. No, you don't do that. If you think a game is fucking terrible, get the fuck out and play some other play is some this other like game. Your first Please. ride on the Seriously. MMO Express or what? Don't you know that you 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 play it, you find something lacking. You let the you let the 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 totally dedicated player base continue to keep the game going while the developers fix it, add on to it, enhance it, make it more of the game that it could have been, and then you come back to it after you've spent your time playing something else, like I don't know, Parcheesi. I don't I don't know what it is. It's I just, don't know that, but that that statement in in itself just cracks me up. It's like 
Well, war is a terrible game, but I'm going to stick with it. No, don't stick with it. If you think it's that bad, cut your subscription now and move on. I don't know. Maybe he has. Maybe he took one of those three month plans or something like that. And but he's the smartest person there is in the blogosphere. No, he does have a point. You can't point question his logic or his decisions, no matter how faulty they may be. Um, he's infallible. Anyway, he infallible. Of course, Michael stirred the pot. Let this post just a little bit. Uh, Sin Kane kind of adds a little bit to it, and he says, uh, "MMOG Nation today had a post with some pre and post war launch reactions, which, as expected, go from unrealistic hype to worst game ever, faster <laughs> than Usain Bolt." <laughs> Quotes the Olympian there. That's funny. Uh, it's entertaining to watch, but nothing new for an MMO launch. People overhyped EverQuest, played for a month, and bitched that it too sucked compared to Ultima Online. The only difference today is the bandwagon holds far more people thanks to World of Warcraft. Um, kind of goes on to talk about how um, PvP... Uh, in an MMO was an idea that a lot of people liked the sound of. Um, it's also something that a lot of PvP and MMO fans didn't actually like to play when you get down to it. PvP is harder than player versus everything. It's not as fair. When you lose repeatedly, it's a direct reflection on you rather than being able to lay blame on some code in a script. Uh, if you're on the short end of the stick in PvP consistently at some point, it's more of a reflection on you than it is in anything the game is doing, and it's that tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. They don't want to log in and be reminded that someone out there is better than they are. We all want one true hero, right? That's why player versus everything is so easy. The NPCs never pack up and leave because your class is overpowered. They fight you repeatedly, even if you zerg them, and then they are nice enough to wait around for you in the same exact spot each time. It's easy to be the hero, when the villain lets you win. Uh, says, uh, is War doomed to follow the revered footsteps of player versus player MMO games like Shadow, Bane, and Fury? Uh, of course not, and if anything, Warhammer is on a good pace to accomplish exactly what Mythic set out to do, become the number two subscription-based MMO in North America and the European Union. Only the truly de- delusional are surprised that the bandwagon is emptying and people are scurrying back to World of Warcraft and it's ten new levels of neon. Everyone knew this would happen, just like we all knew that in three to four months, when the neon starts to dim, the hype will again begin to swell for the next MMO baby Jesus to come save us all. (laughs) And it's true. Like I said before in the podcast earlier, I think that every MMO goes through some kind of crazy phase where... You know, starts out with the the announcements and oh, we're making a new MMO based on this IP or it's a new IP, and then the hype machine starts to go into full effect, and it really is. There, it's some bizarre life cycle. I think that that tends to happen with every one of these games anymore. And do you agree with some of these points, Mark? I mean, it's I, well, my. <clears throat> 
I know you're ready. You seem to be seething a little bit. <laughs> I just, I just guess what gets me, gets me just annoyed is like, don't you people get it? War was sold to us as the antithesis of World of Warcraft. Basically, World of Warcraft was a game made for people who really liked PVE content. They really liked what they got out of the early EverQuest games with the expansions. It was made for that. PvP was always an afterthought. You know, in fact, it didn't ship with Battlegrounds. Right. Or, you know, it's, yeah, those, it's those didn't been, even exist. No, it's always been an afterthought in the game. It's never been done well. Warhammer was totally billed as a game that would have really good, it would be PvP based, it would be Rome versus Rome based, whatever, what have you. That was going to be its strong point, and it was going to have PvE, but again, that's almost an afterthought. So it's the antithesis of World of Warcraft. Exactly. I am okay with that. I like the break. I like the diversity. Why does it have to be just as good and polished as World of Warcraft? It has to do everything, though, Mark. When it launches. Yeah, why does it have to? It has to do everything. It it can't be multi-straw or whatever. You know, it, it, it can't be this crazy... This crazy thing like a Swiss Army knife, right? It, it just launched. It's brand new. It's a baby in the world. It 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 has what it was designed to have. It's going to take some time to get the things ironed out to make the to make you know if people are having problem with the tier three and four experience because of lack of of uh, players, they need to get those servers whittled down so that there's more there's more PvP foes to vanquish or encounter or whatever and. If they want the PVE content of World of Warcraft, go play fucking World of Warcraft. That's what you want. If you want to, if you want to go through raids and you want to, you know, take down all these raid bosses and you want a really compelling encounter-based system, that's the game for you. Mm-hmm. If you want PVP, goddamn it, this is the game for you here because I can tell right now that World of Warcraft still doesn't have PVP done as anything but an afterthought. You know, now maybe based on War's success, they'll copycat it and it'll eventually have it, and they'll probably figure out some way to shiny, you know, make it shiny and bright and even better. But that's that's where I'm coming from right now. It's they're 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 geared differently, and these people complaining about it and feeling betrayed. I love the thing about like Paul Burnett has lied to us. He hyped it up, and yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when <laughs> you're Burnett making a game. Paul Burnett our babies. <laughs> Good lord, even if he was full of shit. You know, that's still his job, but I don't think he was. I think when you're working on a product that you believe in and that you're working on every day, you don't go, oh, this is pure crap. We here at Channel Massive don't, like, do this podcast and then have a meeting after and go, man, that was really bad. I'd like to <laughs> well, talk I about it. Well, I do. Every night well, I go home and I'm like, I know oh, my God, I can't pillow, just, but, I can't you know, believe we just recorded that we shit. We don't, like, go, oh, this is the worst. We think we're the best gaming podcast there is, you know? I mean, if we didn't, we shouldn't be doing it. And I think that Paul Burnett, you know, as annoying as some of that shit was, and the Mark Jacobs antics and stuff, I mean, it was annoying. But you can't blame them for being behind their own product, and they weren't misleading you. They were just saying, look, this is what we think it's going to be. So Sip. quit fucking crying. Grow the fuck up. And- Sip over at the Wah blog had a couple choice words for Zanke. I said, um, and he, he quotes he quotes Zanke's uh, post that says, when Zanke said, I really don't want to come off like a jerk here, but posts like the above just make me want to giggle. What, what in the Nine Hills did you guys expect? And Sip says, well, I find this statement hypocritical. Zanke contributed big time to the pre-launch hype with his articles at Massively. They're called previews. Yeah, which <laughs> is kind of their job. 
to kind of like a actually, journalistic yeah, requirement for for a money making. I website. don't know. Uh, he said uh, in the article, misleading to say the least. First of all, everyone buys into hype. It's all there. It's all there is to do before a game launches. No one should be faulted for that. We know that the hype goes away as the reality of the game sink in and bloggers hopefully become more balanced in both their praise and criticism. I've recently stated that I do like Warhammer, even with its faults and flaws, and I'll be sticking with it. Uh, Keen has expressed the same thing. It's not as if we're all wailing because we feel like we've been sucker-punched by a fairy princess who's been put out to be an old hag. The shift in mood and tone is to be expected of any game blog in the time following its release. And what? while I don't want to come across as a jerk here, but what does Michael expect of anyone covering a game? To be always be positive? To always be critical? To rise above biased emotional states and capricious moods? Ooh, capricious. He, that was like a $10 million word right there. I think there. he used it appropriately, too. I know. He did. Yeah, Noah, Noah's, Noah's gleaming with pride here. Noah's shedding a tear. Hey, and I think Noah also looked at me and said, man, I'm glad you pronounced that correctly, too. Yeah, you didn't call it Capricorn. (laughs) (laughs) Capricus. Says, hey, that's how gamers are, and bloggers reflect that. People with hobbies of any sort just don't sit around holding hands and singing about how lovely their hobby is. I could have just said, my knitter's circle, we do. Of course, we have um, PvP in our knitter circle. The point I think his article missed is that all not all not, bleh, sorry, not all of the ne- negative discussion of Warhammer's backlash following the giddy heights of hype. I'm seeing a lot of it, including the links he included, where people who like Warhammer who want to stick with it are at, actually critically analyzing it in an attempt to provide a better understanding and feedback for Mythic to improve the game. I know it's hard to understand. But you can criticize something that you like because you like it, because you want it to become better. Like what Heartless says when he says, oh, I'm going to play it for three more months. Because <laughs> Warhammer's terrible! Because that's constructive. God! Uh, that was just a lame post. Yeah, you know, At least he had a kind of had a point and used capricious. <laughs> well, his point was, you should expect people to be whiny bitches. Yeah, and, well, yeah, maybe on blogs. And blogs should be unprofessional, <laughs> and we should be mood-driven. Yeah, like, totally bipolar, moody, yeah, crazies. I'm feeling bad today, so here's a picture of me in bed <laughs> that I had somebody take. I don't plan to leave. Yeah. Welcome to Moody Blog. <laughs> I wonder if he has a mood ring. He might. You know, I just, I, I think it's just. Again, and I, I'm I hate hate I hate hate whipping this horse, Whip beating it horse. to the ground, just whipping What's the dead horse. Slay the beast, and and the <laughs> horse is like crying out to me, please. I just wanted to carry it, Jason, and I'm like, fuck you. I'm gonna whip you a little more, you stupid horse. But I'm gonna keep doing it because it's way back. I know. I mean, it's dead. It's dead. Its carcass is all bloody and mutilated, and I just keep on wild. beating on it. But gamers have forgot the joy of playing games, especially MMO players. Man, they just—they forgot. They the totally forgot about it. 
And players haven't forgotten. It's the people that write about the playing of the game that have forgotten. No, I think, that, I mean, even if you look at just forums, you know, people who don't even... Again. People people who don't even blog on a regular basis. Barons chatters? Yeah, but they're still foreign, forum trolls. I mean, look at the average... Most forum posts aren't by somebody who posts once, like with a question like, how should I build out my warlock? Usually they have like 50 to 100 posts under their sleeve. And, right. and that's because this, you know, they don't have like, they're not advanced enough to do a blog or they're not, they don't feel well, self-important they have no interest enough. In it. So they spend more of their time fucking writing about the game and talking about how it sucks than actually playing it. Because mm-hmm. you talk to people in game and chat and they're not idiots. Like, yeah, there's the Barons thing, but you talk to people and you're like, yeah, man, where, where do I go for this? And they like totally know it because they're busy playing the game. They're not just whining about it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm. <laughs> You're very angry. I'm angry at this like lack of understanding of how the fucking universe works. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this game is letting you down on a PVE level, and you're you're a little bit down right now on the PvP because there's not that many players per server because of the launch. We're two months in. It's new. It needs some time to adjust. It'll level out. No, man. But no, it's over, dude. Judgment has been passed. And these same people are the same ones who were comparing it to World of Warcraft when it was, and I beat this dead horse, it was (laughs) theoretical. Every feature in World War was theoretical, and some of them were up on the chopping block, and they're like, it will dominate this fully polished game. I remember when all the classes were cut out of Warhammer 2. Oh, yeah, th- no big deal. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. They'll add him in. It's okay. Well, they will. And, you know, it's kind of funny, because then Michael has a follow-up post um, where one commenter, uh, which happens to be a snapsig of the uh, greenskin.com, wrote in, and he said, if you're releasing a product you've deemed... Uh, he goes, if you're releasing a product, you're damn right. I'm going to compare it to another established product in the market. If you launch something that doesn't compare in terms of quality, why should people give you the benefit of the doubt, especially as paying customers? We don't do it with automobiles, restaurant, food, or clothing. Why should MMOs get a free pass? Michael says, hey, I don't buy these. We're too easy on MMO arguments. Should they be good? Yeah. Should they run? Yep. Should they be fun? Yes. If any of these things are untrue at launch, I totally agree. That's unacceptable. Witness, Vanguard, Asia Conan, Auto, Auto Assault, etc., etc. But the question is, should they be as good as a game that's been running for four years? The answer is no. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you think the answer should be yes, you're dreaming. Seriously, look at this realistically. While Warhammer was still deciding on whether to wear boxers or briefs, Warhammer... I mean, World of Warcraft was fiddling around with PvP balance, raid tweaking, um, even superfluous fun content like mounts. Blizzard (laughs) has had four years of live service to tweak, fix, and change their game. As a result, uh, World of Warcraft is the best MMO ever made, hands down. Uh, Warhammer has had two months. And if you expect a game that's been out in the sun for two months to compare with polishing content balance-wise... With a four-year-old game, you've got to re-examine your priorities. MMOs are not like restaurants, automobiles, or clothing. If a car doesn't run, it's because there was a problem in the factory that could have been fixed on the drawing board. If clothes don't fit, 
is because there was something wrong in a factory. If a restaurant, if restaurant food tastes bad, it's because it was prepared badly in the kitchen. Yeah, you know, and I, I think it, it's kind of simplistic stating it that way, but in many ways it is true. Yeah, it's you know, World of Warcraft has been around for four years now, plus, and uh, and they're not. They've had a lot of time to fine tune everything, and because it's so successful, they've been able to pour money into it like yep. no other. I mean, I was it's just true. looking at the Wrath of the Lich King book; just the number of artists. They have more artists working on it than most games have in the entire company. They probably have more not artists just, than not actual just programmers. On the game. I'm talking the entire company for an, a development company. They have more artists than those people have across the board. No, I'm not counting the publisher, but Jesus, it's huge. It's insane. I mean, this, the credits in this thing are like like a Half phone book manual. for a small town. Yeah. So you know, how are you gonna how are you gonna compare those two? You know, look like go for what's fun in the niche. The PvP is still better than what's in WoW. It's true. Right off the bat and out of the box. Out of the box. Plus, you can enjoy everything at level one. You don't have to be. Yeah, that makes a big difference. You don't have to be a little level forty. Yeah. Right out the bat, just to kill people. Just to go and enjoy it. Anyway, that was this week's blogosteria. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with a lot more fun. And games. And games. <laughs> and maybe a human sacrifice. Perhaps. If you want to be in the next show, send us an email at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or send us a voicemail at channel.massive.skype. Or last but not least, if you're audio inclined, you can send us also an MP3 to mail at channelmassive.com. Audio inclined. Audio inclined. And don't forget to check out the website on Monday for the next massive mess of an opinion. Darn tootin', you can qualify for a t-shirt if you do. That's right. We look forward to hearing from you. Have a good weekend.